Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. You're listening to the Bellarmine Forum audio version of A Little Book for Holy Week, Meditations and Readings from Palm Sunday to Easter, with two visits to the Blessed Sacrament on the Altar of Repose. This book was originally compiled by Father Richard F. Clark, S.J., published in London in 1915. Full version of the text is available on bellarmineforum.org. This is John B. Manos, your show host, and I will be reading each day for you. Good Friday, the meditation, the attractiveness of the passion. I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men to me. Number one, the passion of Jesus Christ is the most wonderful tragedy that the world has ever seen. In it, we witness the agony and death of a God tortured and murdered by his own creatures. What sight so wondrous as this? What sight so attractive to sinners? In thee, O Jesus, dying for me, are fixed all my hopes for time and for eternity. Grant that I may always trust in thee and love thee with my whole heart and soul. Number two. The passion of Christ is also attractive to us because we know that it is a model of what our lives must be if we are to obtain a high place in heaven. If we have been conformed to the likeness of his death, we shall also to the likeness of his resurrection. We have a sort of instinctive consciousness that suffering is necessary to purify us and prepare us for heaven and that in the passion of Christ we have the type and pattern of what human nature must suffer in order that it may be rendered fit for the presence of God. Number three, we must all suffer as we pass through this valley of tears, and we are desirous to know how we should behave under the inevitable lot that is in store for us. Where are we to look for strength to endure? Where are we to seek for consolation? Who will sympathize with us and help us when sorrows seem to overwhelm us? To all these questions we find an answer as we gaze upon the scene of Calvary. O Jesus, may we look to thee in every trial and sorrow. Spiritual Reading The Glory of the Passion Before God From the History of the Sacred Passion by Father de la Palma. The Eternal Father beheld the spectacle so wonderful in every way and so worthy of his eyes. And if we are to speak of so sublime and secret a mystery in the language of men, no words can describe the joy and exultation which he felt on beholding the great deeds wrought by his most loving Son upon the cross, and which we are all for his greater glory in the manifestation of his holiness. If a human father rejoices when he sees his son come forth armed for combat, seated firmly upon his steed with courage and noble bearing, with nothing weak or craven in his mien, and then beholds him rout his enemies and subdue and trample them underfoot gloriously, especially if he has entered on the quarrel on account of the insults offered to his father, and in order to satisfy his honor, What must have been the complacency of the Eternal Father at the sight of his most beloved and obedient Son, to see him so well set upon the cross, 
showing no sign of weakness or impatience, suffering with so much meekness, offering himself with such charity, inspiring his opponents with terror through his courage and valor, revenging the insults offered to his father, satisfying his honor, and making a great exhibition of the justice and mercy of God and a manifestation of his glory and sanctity. Again, if the smoke of the ancient sacrifices in which the flesh of animals was consumed with material fire was accepted by God in the odor of sanctity, how acceptable to him must this sacrifice have been in which the priest was his most beloved son, true man and true God, offering himself on the altar of the cross as a living and acceptable sacrifice, shedding all his blood as the price and purification of our sins where also his body was consumed in the fire of suffering and his heart in the fire of charity. God was doubtless so satisfied with this payment and so honored by the sacrifice that he began from that moment to take no pleasure in the old sacrifices of the law, which had only pleased him insofar as they had been the representation and shadow of this new sacrifice. This is that sacrifice which being offered once only was sufficient for all men and for all ages, without there being need of any other. For by this sacrifice alone was the anger of God appeased, his justice satisfied, sins pardoned, and the world reconciled, and the gifts of grace and glory earned for men. And as God promised to Noah that when it rained abundantly he should behold his rainbow, which he had placed in the clouds in token of his friendship for man, so that the earth should not again be destroyed by water, so much more, God beholding his son suspended on the cross, with his hands stretched out like a bow, takes from out the bow of his anger and arrows, which had been ready to send forth. And in place of the chastisements gives embraces, more forced and conquered by this powerful bow, which is Christ, to show mercy then irritated by our sins to take vengeance for them. For as the reason why Christ loved man is not man but God, so likewise the reason why God has promised so many good things to man is not man himself but Christ our Redeemer. Again, the reason why the Son loves us is because the Father commanded him to do so. And the reason why his father looks on us with favor is because his son has entreated it and merited it. These are those super celestial planets by whose marvelous aspect the church is governed and by which all the influences of grace are sent down upon the world. How strong are the cords of love which God bears us and not less strong is the hope which we have in him. Thou lovest us, good Jesus, because the father commanded thee and thy father pardons us, because thou dost entreat him. Through thy observance of his will and commandment it comes about, thou lovest me, because thy obedience requires it of thee, and through his beholding thy sufferings, and thy wounds come to me pardon and salvation, because so thy merits require. Look one on the other, O Father and Son, look one on the other without ceasing, because thus my salvation is secured. O look of power above nature, O aspect of divine stars, whence proceed so certainly the rays of divine grace? When will such a son disobey? 
when will such a father cease to regard his son? And if the son obeys, whom will he not love? And if the father looks on his son, who shall not be pardoned? Let us then with humble reverence say to him, while presenting to him his beloved son, nailed for our sakes upon the cross, protector noster aspice Deus et respice in facium Christi tui. Look upon us, God our protector, and regard the face of thy Christ. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. You have been listening to a little book for Holy Week, Meditations and Readings from Palm Sunday to Easter, compiled by Father Richard F. Clark, S.J., originally published in 1915. This edition is published by the Bellarmine Forum in 2021. You may obtain a print copy by searching for a little book for Holy Week on Amazon.com. The Bellarmine Forum was founded in 1965 as a band of lay Catholics banded together to assist people to fight the confusion introduced by the modernists on the wake in the spirit of Vatican II. This little book is a reminder of us to encourage traditional full practice of our Catholic faith. As you heard in the spiritual readings and in the other items uh, throughout this week, our Lord loves us so much. Why anybody would wish to diminish that love is beyond us. Contemplate our Lord in this Holy Week and come closer to our Lord. The Bellman Forum is supported by podcasts and audio broadcasts like this. They're supported by an anonymous donor that encourages you to say your rosary daily. This podcast is distributed for the greater glory of God and the honor of the Blessed Mother. Amen.